This is Chris Quinn, editor of Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. Welcome to a bonus episode of This Week in the CLE. The regular weekday version of this podcast is a discussion and an analysis of the news by editors at Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. In this special episode, reporter Olivia Mitchell talks with Cleveland residents about two recent police shootings as the nation awaits a verdict in the Minneapolis police killing of George Floyd in 2020. In a week where headlines across the nation included more news of a police shooting in the Minneapolis area and the city of Chicago releasing video of a police officer killing a 13-year-old boy, Cleveland experienced two very different shootings involving a police officer in less than 24 hours. One of the shootings highlighted the dangers of working undercover without a badge. An agent with the U.S. Drug Enforcement Agency shot a man while on duty. The other one? A Cleveland police officer shot a man wanted for murder who pointed a gun at him. In the wake of terror surrounding the country with police-involved shootings and improper use of force against citizens by police, the city of Cleveland and some of its surrounding areas have been struggling to keep a clean slate on use of force conflicts between residents and police. 2020 marked one of the most violent years in the history of Cleveland. Following that deadly year, city officials have tried to control and prevent not only gun violence, but robberies, carjackings, assaults, and other high-level crimes. We're praying for him that he's okay in this whole endeavor. We're also trying to make sure people understand our law enforcement people are out here to protect the community. When guns uh, come in, become involved in things, you know, there, there's always a possibility of things like this happening. That's Cleveland's Chief of Police Calvin Williams at a press conference held on Wednesday after a DEA agent shot and wounded a 20-year-old man identified by his mother as Trayvon Johnson. Williams offered concern to the Johnson family while ensuring safety to the community. Prior to the shooting, undercover officers from the DEA was investigating the house located at 82nd Street and Decker Avenue. The reason for the investigation is still unclear, but the neighborhood is known to be perilous. While the officers were staking out the house, a man who was not the subject of their investigation approached the white SUV. One of the undercover agents exited the vehicle and shot the 20-year-old in the stomach, according to the DEA's special agent in charge, Keith Martin. The agent felt threatened and there was gunfire exchange. The subject was hit. The agent was not struck by any gunfire. The DEA special agent told reporters that he was unaware if the gun was in Johnson's hand or on his waist. Martin also said that there was an exchange of fire, but he didn't know if the 20-year-old returned fire. Court records found on Monday does not accuse Johnson of reaching for a gun or returning fire. It also doesn't say if the agent identified himself as a law enforcement officer. Johnson has been charged with carrying a concealed weapon and menacing by stalking. On Monday, he was transferred from the hospital to the Cuyahoga County Jail. Johnson's mother said there is violence in the neighborhood, and her son went to check on a white SUV he didn't recognize. Chief Williams said he doesn't want residents to jump to conclusions and promises transparency throughout the investigation. However, evidence will be limited as undercover officers don't wear body cameras or traditionally have dash cameras. Surveillance was captured by cameras at a nearby Cleveland Metropolitan School District building. What happens in Johnson's case puts his word against the agents. You know, of 
course, I'm asking people, you know, to be calm and level-headed. Uh, of course, there are folks out there, their family members that are really upset about this, as they should be. You know, a person is in the hospital, but uh, again, you know, there has to be uh, some level of, you know, calmness to let the process at least do something to have some of the facts come out before people react in a way that, you know, is not uh, conducive to us really moving forward as a community and doing the things we need to do to protect our community and our officers out there. And that's what, what this is all about, is protecting the community and the officers that serve day in and day out. And when things like this happen, we got to get to the bottom of what happened. And then if there are mistakes on either side, then we got to make sure those mistakes don't happen again. These kinds of mistakes that Chief Williams are speaking of have happened before. It happened in 2014 when Cleveland police officer Timothy Lohman killed 12-year-old Tamir Rice, who was playing with the pellet gun outside a city community center. It happened last year in April 2020 when Desmond Franklin was shot in the head by off-duty officer Jose Garcia, who said Franklin pointed a gun at him. And again in November 2020 when 19-year-old Arthur Keith was shot in the back by Cuyahoga Metropolitan Housing Authority police officer James Griffiths. The shooting involving the DEA took place Wednesday around 4.30 p.m. The next one took place the following morning at approximately 8.30 a.m. Officials held another press conference on Thursday at the crime scene near East 134th Street and Beechwood Road. There were several vehicles from the Cuyahoga County Sheriff's Office, crime scene vans from the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigations, and other unmarked police vehicles. Officers taped off the streets where Thursday shooting took place from one end to the other. Many residents peeked out of their windows and doors, probably wondering what happened. But it was a cold, rainy day in April. No one was outside but the media and law enforcement officers. Officials spoke to the media around 11.30 a.m. Cleveland's public director of safety, Kerry Howard, addressed the shooting and the uptick in gun violence. The city has been crying out for an answer to gun violence. Gun violence terrorizing the citizens that live in the city is unacceptable. Those who are committing violence need to stop. Our officers will pursue those who are terrorizing the city. Cleveland police officer Daniel Piper shot and killed Inez Lee Jr. Lee had two warrants, one for aggravated robbery and the other for murder. Chief Williams says his department followed protocol and that citizens were complaining that Lee was menacing the neighborhood. The chief indicated that this incident shouldn't be compared to other officer-involved shootings that have took place in cities like Minneapolis, Chicago, and Atlanta. And don't conflate the things that happen around the country with what happens here. On this incident, I can say that our officers did what they were supposed to do. They protected themselves. And more importantly, you know, they came out here to protect our community on a call from a citizen saying, we're being terrorized by this person. Can you please come and find this person? When officers pursued Lee, he ran away. After his failed attempt to hop over a fence, he turned around and pointed a gun at Piper, who was only about 10 or 15 feet away, according to police sources. While the police gave first aid to Lee, a young girl watched from her window, frightened. I just seen him pumping on his chest. She ran to her mother's room. Her mother, Tiara, said she heard the gunshots, but didn't think they were nearby. She said, this man, he's dead. They trying to bring him back to life next door in the backyard. I said, what? I heard gunshots, but I didn't, you know, think it was next door. The sound of gunshots have become a norm for the people living in the Union Miles neighborhood. 
Another neighbor, Gwen, has been living there for three years. She says she fears for her safety. I mean, you got these youngsters out here carrying guns and doing all types of things, you know. And I would rather live in an area, you know, a little more supervised. But there's gunshots around here all the time. All the time. I want to get away from you. I seriously do. Gwen's house is adjacent to the house Lee was shot at. There was a sheriff's truck backed into her driveway and her backyard was taped off. She was shocked to learn that her backyard was part of a crime scene investigation. She stood on her front porch, confused. When I saw the other policemen in the back near that gate, after I heard the shots, I said, oh my God, they had to kill somebody. Because I heard them holler. I don't know what they were hollering. I don't know if they were saying stop or put it down or whatever. I hear stuff like that. The gun shot so much, so I just stay away. Ward 1 Councilman Joseph Jones was also near the crime scene. He says this is his first time responding to an officer-involved shooting since he took office three and a half years ago. Like Chief Williams, he is asking for patience and understanding during the process. So at this particular period of time, I'm just asking for the citizens in our community and in the city of Cleveland to stay calm until all of the facts have been brought out. And I'm still ascertaining all of the information at this space and time. Jones has faith that the police division will handle the investigation accordingly. But he says he wants to see a better effort with community policing to prevent future mishaps in his ward. There needs to be proper police training. The cities and governments need to allocate and set resources to decide to truly educate as well as train all their officers. The police department released body cam footage of the shooting a few hours later. To avoid any potential conflicts of interest, the Cuyahoga County Sheriff's Office handles any officer-involved shooting that results in a fatality. At the end of the press conference on Thursday, in a serious tone, Howard left some closing remarks. No one wants things to end this way, right? No one wants, no one, this isn't something that officers put on their uniform and, and, and look for. No one wants things to end this way. Again, it's, it's a product of gun violence. and We have to have an answer to gun violence. I'm Olivia Mitchell. This report was assisted by Cleveland.com's Adam Faris and Corey Schaefer.